the past few days, I'm not even sure if it's been a week since I sat in this chair and recorded a podcast. Jacob Blake was shot seven times in the back and Kyle Rittenhouse killed two people and was offered water and kudos. And we're so glad you came. And I struggle with that because one, this is an ongoing issue where black bodies are being destroyed and there's the immediate trauma to that person. And now we see the trauma that extends to our babies because he was walking to his car where his three children were and the image of him being destroyed is something that is probably seared into their young minds forever. And they don't deserve that in the way that their father didn't deserve to have his body riddled with seven bullets because he was walking away. So there's that part. And then there's the part that we really don't get a break. So before you could really come to grips with to process that this has happened yet again, there's something else. And it's not the destruction of another black body. It is the non-destruction of a white body that is armed and can walk away, not only with their life, but with a thank you. And we're so glad that you came. We've got to do better. We need to look at the laws, the policies, everything that exists to make these things the reality that we have. I don't know how else to talk about it. I don't know what else to say about it. It doesn't require a lot of words because this isn't new. It's one thing for me to say that this is baked into our society. That is true. However, what are we willing to do about it? I had heard this morning on a separate podcast that I listened to that the difference between a moment and a movement is sacrifice. What are we willing to sacrifice? Does that mean we're willing to break the chains of white supremacy in order to achieve a world where we don't have to worry about black and brown bodies being obliterated in the streets in front of our kids? I'm around for that. I'm willing to make those sacrifices. Does it mean that we show up in droves to vote in every single election, the local ones, the big ones, the ones where you don't even know who the people are, but you commit yourself to knowing who they are? I'm around for that too. If it means doing our census, if it means exposing ourselves and we think the government's going to be in our business, I'm around for that too, because, well, they already are. I'm not around for trying to have to figure out what to do with this weight of black and brown bodies being destroyed, of children having to see this generation after generation after generation, because it's not new. It's not new. Emmett Till was a child and his mother had to bury him. Right, Philando Castile was in the car with his girlfriend and her child was in the back seat. Like this this is not new. You know, for names that we don't know and names that we don't say, people have been lynched and hung from trees in front of children, black children and white children. And that's my argument. White supremacy hurts everybody. Because what happens to the white kids who see these things and decide that they're okay? In the case of Kyle, he idolized someone or something, some ideology. And that's why he got in a car and drove across state lines with the weapon, which is a felony, by the way, and did what he did and felt justified. And why there are people who feel like they can defend him. And there's Ann Coulter who thinks that he deserves some kind of accolade for killing. We could argue that 
would those cops have shot a white man in the back as he was going to the car to check on his kids? And I say the answer is no, because those cops would have seen the humanity in him and in his children because they could see themselves. And the problem that we have in this country is that it doesn't recognize the humanity of black and brown people. And I would argue that that's because of chattel slavery. When you take a group of people and you're treating them as less than human and that you're legalizing that, the dehumanization is real. That's why seven shots to the back. And it doesn't matter that the kids are in the car. It doesn't matter if you comply. It's why there's more support and understanding and outpouring for animals and their abuse than for other human beings that are black and brown. It's the, this is a humanity issue. Not about black and white, just humanity. Can you see my humanity? Why do you want to kill me, period? And then why do you want to kill me in front of my kids? My kids, our babies, humanity, that part. We've got to do better at our local levels and higher up and just knowing that our collective power as the 99% to shut this down. And if it means burning the systems to the ground that made this possible, I'm definitely around for that. And as this shirt of mine says today, no racism formed against me shall prosper. And that is my mood 24 seven. Hmm.